Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Sharkasm Radio. As you guys can see, we're working with a new logo here at Sharkasm Radio, and I, for one, love it. I want to give a shout out uh, to Amy Jo Weishart, who actually sketched it for me. I had been spending a long time stressing out over the new logo because the picture that I had up before was a picture of me from 2012 looking like a little 10 year old. So yeah, I'm really happy with the results. If you guys, I highly, highly recommend her. If you guys want to commission a painting for your own home, maybe as a gift, I actually commissioned a painting from her like five years ago, I think. Um, I had her paint my best friend's dog and it was a huge hit. It's amazing. So she does human paintings, animal paintings, everything. So yeah, follow her on Instagram, Facebook, Amy Jo Wiseheart. Thanks, girl. I want to start off this episode by sharing a cool story. Um, so as you know, I live in Peru. I've been here for a few years already. And this past year has been super exciting because the Peruvian soccer team qualified for the World Cup, which they haven't been to since 1982. As you can imagine, it has been a shit show here. Even the friendly games have been like the biggest deal ever. And it's actually really fun to be here while this goes on. Um, I'm really excited for when the games actually begin in the next few weeks because that's going to be the real excitement. So the reason why I'm bringing up Peru and the World Cup other than this month is going to be super exciting for me is because there's been a little bit of drama going on the last, I would say, year with our captain. So the captain of the Peruvian soccer team, his name is Paolo Guerrero. And back, I think it was December of 2017, he tested positive for cocaine. So he was banned from by FIFA from all competitions for one year, meaning he wouldn't be able to participate in the World Cup. And then since then, there's been a bunch of appeals and a bunch of different organizations that were determining whether or not he could play and how long his suspension would actually be. And it's just honestly, it's been back and forth, back and forth. Yes, no, yes, no, he can play, he can't play. And finally, they decided that he was going to be able to play. They lifted his suspension and they officially said that he's going to be able to play in the World Cup. So aside from Peru being in the World Cup, there's an added excitement because of this drama with our captain. The whole country has been waiting for this decision to see if he'd be able to go. And it's been a whirlwind, really. It's been ups and downs for about a year. So finally, they said that he's going to be able to go. And the day that that actually happened, I was on my way to some event, I forget. And I was in the taxi talking to my taxi driver about the situation. So I want to just share the clip so you guys can get sort of an insight of um, just how excited people are here. And I thought this taxi driver was super cute because sometimes you try to talk to the taxi drivers and they don't really talk back or sometimes they talk way too much. Um, but I was surprised that the taxi driver I was talking to about this knew so much more than me about the subjects. So it was really fun to have that conversation with him and I hope you guys enjoy it. ¿Qué le parece la noticia de Paolo? Ah, sí, buena, buena. <laughs> ¿Cuántas veces han dicho sí, no, sí, no? Bueno, parece que era la última porque ya se vence el plazo también para la inscripción de los que van a ir los fijos. Así, así que ya no hay, ya no hay chance que digan no. Ya no, no hay chance. En estos días no más era. Por ejemplo, el muchacho este Abraham, Ajá. él se fue porque de los que sobraban, bueno, porque son 24 más 23, él ya se iba. Pero ahora han quedado 23 y están los guerreros. A uno más tienen que sacar. Ah, uno más. Sí, uno más tiene que salir. Solamente son 23 jugadores. ¿Y tienen hasta cuándo? 
eh, los primeros días nomás de, de junio, creo que es el 3, 4 nomás. Ah, la, tienen 3 días pues. Sí, la inscripción total de la lista definitiva. Buenazo. Sí, que está confirmado. No, sí, ya lo confirmaba. Ojalá que no lo lesionen, no me lo sabía. Ah, es, solo queda eso, ¿no? Sí, sería tanta, la gente espera que lo lesionen. <laughs> so just in case you didn't catch that we were basically talking about how exciting it is that the captain's going to finally be able to go to the world cup after a very long time of back and forth and i was telling him how do we know for sure they're not going to appeal and later tell him he can't go and he basically said no there's no chance of that because they have to sign the official roster with fifa within the next few days so it's official. Now on to things I'm currently into. So I want to suggest a Netflix special to any comedy fans out there. Steve Martin and Martin Short just released, um, I think a week or two ago, An Evening You Will Forget for the Rest of Your Life. <laughs> it is a Netflix special where they basically are on stage the entire time, either putting on a stand-up routine or doing a puppet show like just it's all over the place but it's amazing it's hilarious and especially if you grew up watching these two comedians Martin Short and Steve Martin you will feel nostalgia that you haven't felt in a very long time if you don't know about them they met first on the set of The Three Amigos, a movie that they worked on with Chevy Chase. Unfortunately, he wasn't there. I was waiting for him to pop up at any minute, but he didn't. Um, but yeah, it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> there's, it's just great. You guys, you guys gotta see it. Like their, their chemistry is amazing. Their energy is like insane. And I think, I think it for me, I is interesting to see Martin Short because you don't really see much of him lately, or really in a very long time. So to see them both together, I think, is really special. So I just wanted to share a quick little clip so you guys can get a taste of it. I, I think I've seen Cheaper by the Dozen over 500 times. <laughs> Thank Thank you. And every time I see it, I always say the same thing. I say, Steve, you know, we could watch something else. <laughs> you know what I love about touring around with Marty Short? No paparazzi. Steve, and it's not often, but when I do, the one thing that, that strikes me more than anything else about you is how unbelievably pale you are in person. It's like I'm being haunted, you know. <laughs> no, really. Yeah, I mean, you, look like, you look like a page in a coloring book that hasn't been colored yet. So yeah, the whole first part is basically them roasting each other, and then they both do their own sort of musical sets and then they kind of go back to uh doing back and forth roasts and sharing stories it's pretty amazing so i highly recommend that all right guys i want to talk about another thing i'm currently into and this is actually something i've been into for the last year but i need to share with you guys how much i'm obsessed with this product it's called a menstrual cup yes you heard correctly a menstrual cup. You've probably heard of them because they have been kind of all over in the last few years, but I kind of just want to talk about my experience with them. So they're basically a feminine hygiene product that is inserted into the vagina during your period. Um, it is to replace tampons and pads, and it's completely changed my life. It is amazing. They're made of silicone. They're shaped like a bell with a stem at the bottom. So you squeeze it, 
and you put it up your vagina and then when you release the menstrual cup, it suctions up in there. So pretty much nothing's going to come out and you're going to feel nothing. So they tell you you can use them for about 4 to 12 hours, 12 being max, and that's obviously depending on your flow. So when you remove the cup, you empty it, you rinse it, and you reinsert it. That's it. It has completely changed my life. I no longer dread getting my period. I actually get excited because I get to use the cup. It's so fun. Like, I don't know how to explain how fun it is. Maybe it's just because tampons and pads are so, so unpleasant. Like, think about how you're stuffing paper up your vagina and how bad that is for you. And who knows what else they put in there, like bleach and stuff. Yeah. The menstrual cup is amazing. It's so much cleaner, so much better for us probably, so much better for women in general. And how about this for a bonus? You save a ton of money because you're buying one product that you're just going to reuse and reuse instead of having to buy boxes of tampons every month. That is a huge one for me. So if you guys would like me to maybe put up a video on my channel sort of showing how it works and how you would use it, I would love to. Um, Just leave me the request and I'll go ahead and do that if you guys are interested. But there are plenty of YouTube videos and tutorials that'll show you exactly how it works. Okay, so it's time to get real on here. I had a lot of content that I was going to include in this episode, but I just deleted everything. And that's okay. I just kind of wanted to leave the few things that I really did love of the episode and and just discard the things that I think I could do better next time. I don't want to be so hard on myself and I don't want to say, you suck, like you fucked this up totally, but sometimes it just feels like that and that's okay. So I threw it away and I'm starting over and that's how it happens sometimes. It's not always going to be perfect and there's always going to be a dog barking in the background apparently. Yeah. Um, So I just kind of, and also this episode was supposed to be up on Friday and it is now Monday. So yeah, I'm not doing too well with these, you know, deadlines that I'm putting onto myself. And that probably has a lot to do with my mental state right now and kind of always, which is just battling anxiety and depression and kind of feeling like you suck at life. It's easy for me to fall into these waves of depression and coincidentally, on Friday, we found out about the death of Anthony Bourdain. And it's weird because I actually hadn't felt this level of sadness about a death of someone that I had never met before since Robin Williams. And it's weird because I also, I'm not a huge fan of Anthony Bourdain. Like, obviously, I watch his shows. I think he's cool. I've always sort of had more respect for him because he's, he always seemed like somebody who really went into these different countries and delved himself into different cultures. And he didn't impose himself into them. He kind of just always wanted to throw himself in there and learn from it. And he did. And he spread a lot of information about indigenous people and, and, you know, civilizations that we might not have known about in the mainstream media. For example, I remember vividly when I found out in 2011 that he did a episode in Iraqi Kurdistan, and that was huge for me. I, that's like the first time I've ever seen anything mainstream about Kurdistan. And I was just so impressed. The episode was amazing. It was, it was greatly done, you know, and he, he didn't go in there sort of like imposing his views and, and, his self 
himself into into the narrative he just kind of sits back and enjoys and listens and asks a lot of questions and i think that's super commendable so i don't know i think maybe i felt this degree of sadness because well allegedly he killed himself and i also struggle with just with my own depression and falling into cycles of maybe not wanting to be here all the time you know and that's fine to say and fine to admit but shortly after he died people started sharing the suicide hotline phone number which obviously is super important so of course i reposted the phone number which by the way if you guys are struggling with any shitty thoughts and you want somebody to talk to the suicide hotline phone number is 1-800-273-8255 so i shared that phone number on my instagram story and if you did watch my instagram story this might be redundant but i just want to reiterate what i said on there last week because again as i said i shared the suicide hotline number and then a friend of mine messaged me and said hey or no i'm sorry she didn't even message me she did her own story um basically saying like the suicide number uh, hotline number is not really enough because a lot of people who do have these thoughts are not going to pick up a phone and i i kind of started crying when i when i saw her story which is so fucking weird but i just felt like damn you're right and i think the reason why i got really emotional about this message that she shared was because i totally felt like shit you're right I I know that when I'm in those moments where I feel like shit and I don't want to deal with the world the last thing I'm going to do is pick up a phone and call someone so what she suggested was that instead of putting the responsibility on getting help on the person who has a disease and can oftentimes not help themselves for I guess outsiders or friends to take the initiative and reach out. And of course, you're never going to know everyone that's around you that suffers from depression. There's, you know, the most uncommon of people, the, the happiest quote unquote of people are often depressed and you have no idea. So really, I think because there's no straight one way road about it, I think the best thing that we can do just for the world and for everybody It's just be fucking nice. Be kind to people. Smile at people. Say hi. Call your friend who you haven't spoken to in five years but you think about so much. Text them. Send them a YouTube video. Send them a funny picture of a kitten if you know they're going to enjoy it. Just be there for people. Just the way that you would want someone to be there for you. That's it. So the moral of the Anthony Bourdain tragedy is be kind. And I think it's also important to understand that if you do see someone on the street and they look pissed, just understand that they might be going through their own hell, you know? Um, I know I said smile at people, but if you see someone that's not smiling at you back, don't take offense to it. You don't know what's going on in that person's day. So always be nice. And I think the the more that we do to destigmatize depression, anxiety, panic attacks, all of those things... I think the better we're going to be because we're going to be more comfortable sharing our thoughts and emotions because oftentimes I feel like society and the media and all this bullshit, people are like 
expected to be a smaller version of themselves, not just physically, but mentally. It's like, don't get too loud and don't do this and don't show your emotions and be this huge rock of a person that doesn't feel anything because it's a protective layer. Like that's not sustainable for anybody. I actually had a bad morning this morning where I woke up and I think it has a lot to do with the weather here because it's super gloomy. So I got up and I was in a funky mood and around like 11 a.m. I just started bawling like as if I had seen my girl for the first time and I was just working. I wasn't doing anything. I was just having a normal day as I usually do and I started crying and I opened up my laptop and I just felt like I needed to just like write. So I wrote down a little bit. I, I wrote a poem. I just like was not feeling hot and the poem was kind of a reflection of just how I've been feeling with this like dark cloud over me, which literally I have a dark cloud over me because it's like foggy all the time here. So it makes sense. But I, you know, I was in the middle of this like, whatever, cry fest in the middle of the morning while I was drinking coffee. And I reached out to a good friend of mine and I told him like, dude, I feel like shit. I feel like a failure. I feel like my life fucking sucks. Like I'm not doing the right thing. Like all the choices I've made that have led me here are just wrong. I don't know what to do. I'm wasting my life. And what he said was, yeah, I feel that. I think it's a really, really common thought. And I immediately found comfort in that, which is crazy because what he told me wasn't anything crazy. It's not anything that nobody's ever said before. It's something that I know myself is true, but it doesn't always matter what is said. Um, oftentimes, it, I think it depends on the timing and who says it and, and just like what's going through your mind at that exact time. But today at 11.45 a.m. or whatever time it was, him telling me that completely changed my mood for the day, you know, and I think I reached out to him specifically because I subconsciously knew he would say something like that. Um, and I guess I was seeking the warmth of somebody who I knew felt the same. So that thought of thinking, you know, I'm not the only one who, who feels this. I'm sure most people my age, or it doesn't even matter about age, but most people feel this way at some point. Most people, no matter how much money you have, I think those variables don't really matter in the end. And all these celebrity deaths, I think, show that. It doesn't matter how successful you are. You can have the perfect life for one person and it's just hell for you, you know? So... Shout out to my friend who helped me through that dark moment today. Okay, so I want to finish the episode. Well, first off, thank you for listening. As always, subscribe to my podcast and rate it as you see fit. And also, please keep sending me recommendations for topics. You guys know I love that shit. I would love to ramble about whatever you want me to ramble about. And if I haven't yet and you've suggested something, it's probably because it's a topic that I want to talk about with somebody else. So definitely look forward to there being several guests on my shows from now on because I'm kind of getting tired of talking to myself. Um, so yeah, I will get to the, all those topic recommendations as soon as I'm ready. But keep them flowing in, please. Like, do it. And I want to leave you guys with one question, and I want you guys to answer this on my Instagram post about this episode. It's one question that I, I feel like is a very common question that everybody should know the answer to, but a lot of people don't. Like, when you ask them this common question, it's just like, it should be so easy, but it's not. 
I can't pinpoint the answer. Why would that be? Okay, so I'm just going to leave you with this question. I know I'm building it up to to be this like gargantuanly complex thing, but it's really not. Here's the question. What is love? And if you want to answer, baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. You can go ahead and do that. But also leave me a real answer, um, please. So yeah, what is love? Leave me the answer to what you think love is. And don't think too much into it. Like literally just think it and, and leave me a comment. That's it. I don't want you to research anything. Just what is love to you? Comment on my most recent Instagram post with your answer and I will share on next week's episode. And I want to end this episode with a clip of one of my favorite songs from this artist that I've recently become obsessed with, Leon Bridges. This is Smooth Sailing. Passenger, so you can let me be your passenger. 